0: And victory. How many of you want the word death in your life? How many people like death? No? How many people want life? I want life. Definitely there is a physical death that sometimes people die before age. Instead of living up to a long time, 100 years, 120 years, but they die sooner. They die in the accident or they die of whatever sickness and disease. And there is also other kind of death as well. The death in finances, the death in relationship, the death in emotion, the death in ministry, all kind of death. That's why God told me to produce a teaching series called I Will Live and Not Die. I Will Live and Not Die. In the previous teachings, we learned the principle of how to live and not die either physically physically mentally, emotionally, financially, relationship, or anything in life that we will not face death and defeat. We want to have victory. In the last teachings, we learned about this principle. Number one, we should live a life of worship. We should worship God and seek him first. Worship God and seek him first. I enjoy the time of worship here. We come and worship the Lord together because worship brings the presence of God. And when God shows up, He brings victory to our life. Number two, we need to learn how to ask big and pray boldly. Ask big and pray boldly. Number three, we need to get scriptures from the Bible to cover our case. If we deal with sickness, we find a scripture about sickness, how God healed us. If we face the problem with family, we find scripture in the Bible, the promises concerning the family. Next, number four. We do what God says if we want to have life. We need to be obedient to the word of God. Last one that I taught a couple months or a few months ago, keep God's word before your eyes. That's what we learned last time. Today, we will continue to learn in this series how to fight the sickness. Many of you may say, I'm so young, you know, I'm fine. Pastor, why are you talking about this? I don't care much. I rarely go to see a doctor. I'm fine. But my brothers and sisters, you all one day are going to get old. And you're going to have to fight some sickness when you get older. And not only that, death is not just about sickness or physical illness, but the death in relationship. Maybe some of us, young couple but our kids start to rebel and don't want to obey you. And how are we going to face that death situation of your children? We want to have victory in every area of our life. So it's good to understand biblical principle, how to come against death and how to have victory. And life will come into our physical body, our emotion, our mind, our finances, our relationship, family. Ministry, everything, our work, our business. We want life of God, Zoe of God, the life of God to come in. I want to tell you the good news: that it takes only one scripture in order to have victory and receive the healing from God. You don't need to quote the whole chapter of the Bible. You just have faith in one scripture, which is the promise of God in the Bible. And when you get that scripture, you say, It's mine, it's mine. I believe it, and it will happen to me. And I want to tell you at the end of this teaching that this happened to me, that when I get one scripture for myself, and I put in my heart, I declare it, I talk about it, I talk about it every day, eventually I have victory. You need the scripture, you need the promise of God in your heart. Sometimes Christians think this way, if somebody gets sick, I just touch his head a little bit so that his hair will not fall down. I will not get him to be bald. Just touch a little bit in Jesus' name and he's going to be healed. In Jesus' name. Yes, the Bible talks about laying hand on the sick and the sick shall be healed. But just touch somebody's head, healed in Jesus' name, may not bring healings and miracles. You need to do it by faith. You need to really understand biblical principle of how to overcome sickness overcome problems in life, how to bring life back to you and death will go away. And I want to tell you, this is the way. You find a scripture that is the promise of God in the Bible. You find it. You put into your heart, put that scripture into your heart and build faith on it. You confess it. You declare it. You speak it. And you say, this is mine. It belongs to me. It will happen to me. I give you example of the real life. At one time, a minister was preaching the book of James chapter 5 verses 14 to 15. Let me read to you. James chapter 5 14 to 15. Is any anyone of you sick? He should call the elders of the church to pray over him and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise him up if he has sinned, he will be forgiven. So this preacher told this scripture to the whole audience, to the whole congregation. And he kept talking about it. He said that you must accept this scripture into your heart. You speak it, you believe it. You really believe that when you receive the prayer of faith, you can be healed. And he kept talking about it. He kept preaching about it. Eventually, a man walked out to him. This man was born with club feet. Let's see the picture of club feet. This is a congenital disease that people were born with the feet go in this way. So the people with this situation will walk like this because the feet cannot be down straight down and very difficult to walk. This gentleman walked out to this preacher and received the anointing of oil, lay hand anointed with oil, As far as the preacher knows or the minister knows, he did not feel anything. The one who received the anointing with oil and the prayer of faith did not feel anything. He walked away from the prayer line, but before he walked away, the preacher said to him, Brother, make sure that you go home tonight after this service. You don't talk to anyone in your family and you go to bed and before you lie down in the bed, you say, James chapter 5, 14 to 15 is mine. I believe the prayer of faith was given to me in the service. I am healed and God healed me. I believe it. I believe God healed me. I believe in James chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. And then he went to bed. The man with the club feet went to bed. My brother and sister is so important. To find a scripture in the Bible. Concerning your situation. You put that scripture into your heart. You mix it with faith. You just stand on it. You just keep believing it. Declaim it. And talk about it. Speak it. Don't stop. Don't veer yourself. Don't put yourself out of that scripture. You make a decision to believe. You don't stop believing. And what happened? The next night the minister come back to the church for this is, might be revival service. He walked into the parking lot and a very distinguished looking man walked to him and said, Pastor, I want to thank you so much. You may not remember me, but last night you preached about James chapter 5 verses 14 to 15. And I listened to this kind of sermon 20 times, again and again for the past many years that people preach about James Chapter 5, 14 and 15. If somebody offers you a prayer of faith, you can be healed. But I have never been taught how to deal with this scripture. But last night you told me, go home. Don't talk to your family members. Don't say anything before you go to bed and just say, this scripture belongs to me. I am healed. I received the prayer of faith. I received the anointing with oil. I believe and believe I am healed. And I went to bed that night. The next morning he woke up. He put the blanket off. He got out of the bed and stood up on the floor. And suddenly he looked at his feet. The feet became normal. God gave him new feet. He was totally healed. Because he learned how to take the scripture of faith into his heart. He stayed in faith. He did not veer himself or get himself of the scripture. And he keep talking about it. He declaring it that I am healed. He doesn't have to remember the whole Bible. He doesn't have to quote the whole chapter. He just quote James chapter 5, 14 and 15. That the prayer of faith was offered to him. And he received by faith. And he is healed. He was totally healed. This is a true story. My brothers and sisters, We live in the world. The Bible says, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. Definitely that kind of sentence means so many things. Number one, we are not in the system of the world. We should not sin like people in the world. We should not have the worldly idea of the world. The worldly idea like loving money, pride, want to do things for our own benefit. That is the worldly idea. We live in the world, but we are not of the world. But also, The world has no Bible. The world doesn't believe in the Bible. The world doesn't believe in the promises of God. And the world speaks bad things. This is the reason why I don't spend time with a lot of bad news in the internet. Because I don't want to be brainwashed by the world. I'd rather listen to sermon. I'd rather read the Bible. Yes, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. What does it mean here? You need to be very careful. You need to live in the kingdom of God. And what is about the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God is about faith, about truth, about victory, about healing, about salvation. So that's why that minister told that man, you go home tonight, don't discuss about your club feet with your wife, with your children. Because, why did he say that? Because he knew that the wife or the kids may say, oh dad, look at your feet. You get prayed for, you get anointed by all. You see, God didn't heal you. <laughs> this is a joke. So the world will speak to him that it doesn't work. The world will go by sight, not by faith. Only speak negative. Oh, I wonder why I was born with club feet. I wonder why I got sick. I wonder why my business has problem right now. Maybe God doesn't love me. Maybe that scripture is for somebody else, but not for me. And if you go out and discuss with your friend, the friend going to tell you, oh yeah, healing is not for you. Healing is for somebody else. Ah, you see, you see the problem with your kids. Oh, blame the pastor. Blame the file of God. Blame everyone else. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, bad. My kids backslide right now. It's bad. You keep speaking. And hearing negative things. And what happened? You are in the system of the world. And you are not walking by faith. You are not taking the scripture into your heart. And speak scripture. Speak faith instead of speaking doubt. Speaking of what you see. Speaking of what the world tries to tell you. This is why Pastor Dan, I try not to speak negative toward you. Because we don't want to be negative people. The world is negative. Oh, bad, bad. This, oh, so bad. Everything is bad. Because they walk by sight. They don't walk by faith. If you want to be a victorious Christian, find a scripture. Maybe one verse of the scripture. Put in your heart. And don't speak doubt. Don't speak anything against that word. Even though by sight, you see the problem. Don't go by sight. Don't walk by sight. Make sure you speak the word of God. You declare the promise of God instead of speaking negative. No matter what you see now, speak positive. Speak the promise of God. Amen? This is the key to victory. And eventually, when you keep speaking that by faith, God is going to show up and God is going to perform miracles for you. You are going to see the supernatural healing. Supernatural breakthroughs and victory. And who get the glory, God gets the glory. This is the reason why that minister told this man, don't discuss anything with your family members that night. Go to bed and keep saying, James chapter 5, 14 to 15, belong to me. The prayer of faith healed me. God healed me. And go to bed and believe it. And stay in faith with it. If you want to be healed. If you want to see the breakthrough with your family, with your kids. You want to see the breakthrough in your business or your finances. Make sure you check your heart. You don't let the world talk you out of the word of God. You don't listen to negative things. You walk away. If people start to say negative things, bye-bye, I'm busy. I'm going there. I'm going to listen to the teaching of the word. I'm going to listen to the word of God. I'm going to read the Bible. I'm going to speak only the promise of God. The chief of God, like you and me, we need to learn the word. God appoints somebody to be the teacher and teach you the word, tell you the word of God. What you need to do is to learn. Thank God we can read the Bible ourselves. Thank God we can be taught by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the best teacher But God also used teacher in the body of Christ, like your pastor or other minister to teach you. So you learn the word of God from the Holy Spirit, from reading the scripture. And also you learn from your pastor and teacher. You need to learn. And after you learn it, this is the reason why we produce so many teachings and put in the internet. Because I want God's people to soak into the word of God, learn the word of God. And when you know the Word of God, you can have victory. You need to let the Word of God renew your mind and strengthen your spirit on the inside of you if you want to have victory in your life. Don't yield to the things of the world, the idea of the world, the comment of people in the world. Just hear. Just stick with the Bible. Amen? You have victory because the Bible has so many promises for us. So you learn. After you learn what happened next, You put into your heart the word of God and you mix the word of God with faith. After you mix with faith, what is next? You speak it. You declare, I am healed. Jesus is my healer. You declare, my debt is paid off. You declare, my backsliding children will come back to God. You declare, you speak. That's how I pray for my two daughters to have a wonderful husband when they were young. Uh, I should pray for church members too. When we were young, Pastor Da and I always say, our daughters will meet a good man, and they will marry a good man, a godly man, a man who fears God. We keep speaking, we keep declaring, no matter what we see at that time. Some guy come and try to chase after my daughters, but I, I don't walk by sight, I just declare it. I keep speaking it until it happens. That is the way of walking by faith. God's people should be taught the word and then receive the word. Mix the word with faith and speaking it and declaring it. You declare, you are healed, you have victory. Amen? Amen. God's promise is there. You stand firm on it. It may take a few months. It may take a few years. But God eventually will come to you. You remember the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, God is pleased when you walk by faith. Without faith, you cannot please God. If you want to see the miracle and breakthrough in your life, you want God to move his hand for you. How God move his hand for you? Faith. That's why I'm teaching you faith right now, how to walk by faith. You need to learn this principle, how to walk, and I live with it. I live the principle I will talk right now. In the book of 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 46, Then the hand of the Lord... Came upon Elijah and he girded up his loins and ran ahead of Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. In NLT, say, Then the Lord gave special strength to Elijah. He tucked his cloak into his belt and ran ahead of Rah- Ahab's chariot all the way to the entrance of Jezreel. Let us see the picture that Elijah ran ahead of the chariot and the horses. Wow. He could not do this by his own strength. If he tried to do that with his own strength, he's going to have a heart attack. There's no way that you can run faster than the horse. But what happened? Why he was able to run faster than the horse? Because the Bible says, the hand of the Lord came upon him. According to the scripture, The word the hand of the Lord means a few things. Number one, the presence of the Holy Spirit. Number two, it means the anointing. Number three, it means the visitation of God. God's hand come upon you. In our life, if we need victory, breakthroughs, healing, we need the hand of God. We need God to show up. We need God to show up in our life, the hand of God, who saved the three Hebrew men. In the fiery furnace. The Bible says that the king saw the fourth man in there. In the fiery furnace. God show up in the fiery furnace. That's why there was no even smell of fire on their body. Who show up with Daniel in the lion den? God show up in the lion den. That's why Daniel was not eaten by lions. Do you want God to show up? There are a few ways that God can show up in your life. One, worship, praise and worship. That's why I want to encourage you. When you come on Sunday, please don't just stand there watching the worship leader. When it's going to be done? No, worship God. When you worship, God going to show up. The hand of God going to come upon you. Number two: the pray of faith. Faith will touch the heart of God, and the hand of God will come upon you. What do you need to do? Get the scripture. Put the scripture into your heart. Don't veer off the scripture. Stay on the scripture. Stay in faith. Be steadfast. Watch your mouth. Don't criticize anybody. Don't blame the church. Don't blame your husband. Don't blame anybody. Don't blame God. Just speak the promise of God. Speak word of faith. Keep on doing it. Keep on doing it. Never stop, no matter how long it takes. You keep speaking, speaking. I give you another story from the another scripture in Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Do you think all things are possible for him who believes? Yes. What is important here? Faith. You need to believe. And you should be able to declare from your mouth, you say, Wow. Mark 9, 23 belongs to me. I'm gonna believe that God can do this for me. He can heal me. He can give me a good job. The interview this Monday. God gonna be with me. The hand of the Lord gonna be with me. Amen. And I'm gonna get the job at University of Washington. Amen. You need to declare it. Speak it. The grace of God is on me. Jesus, you say it. All things are possible to him who believe. I believe. I believe, I declare, I love you, Lord Jesus. I live for you and I will not waver out of this scripture. Mark chapter 9 verse 23. All things are possible to those who believe. Everyone say, all things are possible to him who believes. Is it in your heart now? You mix it with faith? You believe? Are you going to declare it? No matter what mountain you face right now, no matter what kind of sickness and disease you face right now, financial situation you face right now, hey, all things are possible. Do you believe it? Yes. Can God perform miracle? Yes. yes. You stand on it. Stand on that scripture. Don't waver. Don't pull yourself out of that scripture. Stand on it. And eventually, you're going to see the outcome. You need only one scripture, not a lot, in order to be able to have victory over problem in your life. Amen? Amen. Most of the time, average Christian will say this way, Oh, God may be helping you. Oh, I'm sorry that you're sick. Maybe God care for you, but but he's not going to heal you. Oh, sorry, your kid backslide. Oh, Let's blame the pastor. Let's blame my husband. Oh, it's not, my kids are not going to come back to God. You keep saying that. You don't have faith. Please don't speak negative. Don't blame anybody. You should stand in faith. Quote the scripture and say, This scripture is mine. Everyone say, The promise of God is mine. mine. I I have faith in it. It shall happen to me. God is faithful faithful. believe it it. claim it. it speak it amen and I want to tell you we must go on and on and on like that it may take 10 years every day every week every month every year keep on going I believe in this scripture it will happen to me it will happen to me It's mine. This promise is mine. God is faithful. You keep going, saying it. After 12 years, you haven't seen the result. Should you stop? No. Keep speaking it. Keep declaring it. Keep believing it. Don't let yourself be bombarded by the negative talk of people in the world. But just keep going, speaking, declaring it. There's a story of a person. This mom. Use Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Her daughter was born with crooked body, very twisted and deformed body. The Mayo Clinic say that your daughter will never walk. She has to be on the wheelchair for the rest of her life. She kept Mark 9, 23 into her heart. If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believe. She kept claiming this promise. Ten years gone by, nothing happened. Twelve years gone by, nothing happened. By the year 14, she still claim it. She sp- still speak it. She still believe it. She never give up at the 14th year. Suddenly, one day, a cloud show up in her house. And the wind blow outside her house. And the cloud get thicker and thicker in her house. You know why? Because when you pray by faith, when you have faith, when you stick to the promise of God, that is like aroma. Go up to the throne of God. And God looked from heaven. Oh, wow, this lady really has faith. She never give up on my promise in Bible. Oh, come up to his throne. And eventually God say, I cannot stay still anymore. And what happened that day? Jesus walked out from the cloud in her house. This is a true story. Jesus walked out, lay hand on her daughter who was on the wheelchair. And she heard the bone crack. And the body completely healed. She jumped out of the wheelchair, (laughs) ran around. And as I understand, later on, her daughter became an evangelist, a great evangelist. 14 years of praying and praying and praying and standing on the promises of God. Amen? My brothers and sisters, that is the reason why we need to get into the Word of God. God told me a few years ago to produce a teaching series called Praying God Promises, that you can read the Word with me, get the promise of God into your heart, and you pray together. We can pray one, one each clip you can pray ten times. Keep praying, keep believing until the great things happen. Can we see the picture of that clip uh, that in YouTube called Praying God Promises. You should spend time each clip about 15 minutes. You can read the scripture with me and praying God promises. So in conclusion today, if you want to see victory, find a scripture. Put that scripture of the promise of God in your heart and mix it with faith. Stand on it. Don't move to the right or to the left. Stick to it. Believe it. Stay fast on it. Don't waver and keep speaking it. Say, this is mine. It will happen to me. And no matter how long it takes, keep doing it. Two months, some of you may pray for a spouse. Wow, already one month, I haven't seen a a girlfriend yet. What's going on here? It's too late. No, keep praying. Don't stop praying, okay? And eventually God will answer you. God going to show up. You want God to show up in your life. Just like Elijah. Just like that lady. God show up because you stand in faith. I never forgot. I share this story again and again. But I understand all this story very well. Many years ago, I went to Ibaraki, Japan. And next morning after I came out from the airplane and slept, next morning I woke up with a rash on my body. What is going on? Maybe some bugs in this room, bedroom, bite me or something. But that rash got worse and worse to the whole hand. The hand was swollen. My back full of rash. Very painful. It's not itching, but painful. So when I performed surgery, I cried. Oh, so painful. I really suffer. I have to take prednisone or steroid. If I don't take it, I could not function. I remember that um, when I first had this problem, one day I had to fly to Europe and I did not know that I need steroid in Europe, so I ran out. Oh, I tell you, I cried every night in Europe because it's so painful. I ran out of the prednisone or steroid. I came back and took the steroid again. I have to take it. But all those five years, even though the condition kept getting worse, I never blamed God. I never blamed ministry. I never blamed Japan or Ibaraki. I never complained. I just keep being thankful. And every morning I woke up. I'm serious. I'm not lying. I woke up. By the stripe of Jesus Christ, I am healed. And still the same. Next morning. By the stripe of Jesus Christ, I am healed. Next morning, the same. Year after year, four to five years, keep going. I can have bitterness against God. I can have bitterness against the ministry. Wow, you see, I do mission work, I fly to Japan, but I have to be sick like this. God, I'm not going to serve you anymore. Oh, I blame everybody. No, I don't blame. I just keep saying, by the stripe of Jesus Christ, I am healed. I keep saying that healing belongs to me. Jesus, you are my Jehovah Rapha. You are my God, the healer. By your stripe, and every time I say, by your stripe, I see that my eczema flew back to 2,000 years ago on his body. And I received the healing on my body. But next morning, still the same rash. Still take prednisone. High dose, not small dose. Very bad. And keep doing that for about five years. One day, I woke up in the morning. I understand that man who had clubbed feet because he woke up and the clubbed feet went away. I woke up one morning. What? All gone. Overnight. <laughs> Jesus came to visit me that night. I didn't even know. He came. I think he laid hand on me. And healed me that night. And since then, I grew up, actually, I grew up with eczema all of my life. Because my dad, my mom had eczema. It's a generational curse. I always have rash in the back of my neck, behind my elbow here. After that day, not only I got healed from that severe eczema, my skin became totally healthy. Just amazing, still healthy to today. No more rash. Everything is gone. I learned the lesson. Wow! One scripture, Peter chapter two, verse twenty-four. By his drive, I am healed. But I never give up on believing it. I never waver out of it. I just stand in it, keep talking about it, proclaiming it, and say it is mine, healing is mine, and eventually, four to five years later, I got totally healed by the power of God. Not by the doctor, I know that, because the doctor could not help me. My brothers and sisters, this principle that I teach you today is so important. Anytime I face problems in the church, instead of being down, depressed, Blaming people, blaming God, blaming the members. No, I didn't. I just say, Jesus, you will build your church. And the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. The church is going to go on. The church is going to be prosperous. I believe, I stand firm on it. And God move his hand, turn things around for me. Every time. Because we move the hand of God by faith. Amen. So from now on, don't blame anybody. Don't attack anybody. God wants you to use your faith. God wants you to find a scripture and you speak that scripture. You take that scripture as yours, claim it, believe in it, obey it, and you're going to see the breakthrough. Even though it looks impossible in your eyes, but God is so powerful. He can move his mighty hand and he can do supernatural things for you by faith. So I want to read a few scriptures here that you can take home for your situation. Give you example, parenting. Exodus chapter 20, verse 6, But a lavish, unfailing love for a thousand generations on those who love me and obey my commands. I always think about this scripture when I think about my children and grandchildren. I love God. I obey God. I serve God. Therefore, I believe the blessing of Abraham, the blessing includes salvation, financial blessing, good marriage, good family, very healthy grandchildren all the blessing belong to the thousand generation god i believe it i claim it i obey you i stick to it no matter what i see i'm not going to listen to people sometimes people come to me and say you know teenager going to get into trouble your kids going to get into trouble oh it's normal your kids going to be in trouble no no they will not be in trouble because god promised me the promise of the blessing of Abraham gonna go down to the thousand generation. I stand on it. I claim it. I speak it. I believe it. I pray. I I believe that it's gonna happen. Never stop believing. All the parents say the blessing of Abraham will come to my children to the thousand generation. I believe it. It's mine. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. You're going to stand on your faith? Yes. Amen. <laughs> Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. And my God shall supply all you need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Do you believe that Jesus is going to provide for you? Yes. He's going to give you a good job. Do you believe that Jesus is going to provide for you? A godly spouse. Yes. Well, I hear very loud from that side. <laughs> How about this side? Do yes. you believe God can provide for you? Yes. Good spouse, good job, yes. good house to live in? Yes. Okay, let's say at the same time. I'll lead you. I believe. I believe. God, is God is my provider. He shall supply all of my needs. According to his glorious riches, riches. I will never lack. I will will have good friends. I have have more than enough money. money. A good job. Good Good customers. In Jesus' name. name. I believe it. I I stick to it. I I don't waver. I waver. I I claim it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Sometimes you face a situation that looks so difficult for you to handle. But God promised you can do it. I will help you. Everyone claim this promise with me. I believe. I believe. I I declare. Jesus. Will strengthen, will strengthen me. I can do all things. I can do all things. Nothing, is Nothing is impossible. I stick to it. I stick to it. This is the promise of God. This is a promise of he, will God. he will help me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> if you have to say this, another 10 years, keep saying it. Don't give up, okay? Okay. Don't let time stop you. Keep believing, keep saying, keep declaring, and going on with your faith. Last one I want to read. I just show example to you. S- scripture. 1 John chapter 5, verses 4 to 5. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Do you believe that the Lord Jesus is the Son of God? Yes. Do you believe that Jesus is your Savior? Yes. He is your healer? Yes. He is your provider? Yes. He is your Prince of Peace? Yes. He is the promise keeper? Yes. He is the commander? Yes. He goes before you? Yes. He fights for you? Yes. Okay, do you believe that victory is yours? Yes. No matter what circumstance happened right now, victory is yours. Let's declare together. In Jesus' name, name, I have victory. Victory Victory is mine mine. because I believe in Jesus. Jesus 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 go before me. He fight the battle for me. Victory Victory. all the days of my life. life. I believe. I believe. I I declare. I stand in faith. On this, promise, On this promise, I stick to it. I, to it. I, don't, waver. I don't waver. In Jesus' name, In Jesus name. amen. amen. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that if you can practice what you learned from this lesson today, the way of faith, get the scripture. Whatever problem your life, get the scripture. Actually, I have maybe 50 pages or something in my computer. All the promises of God of different subjects. I gather all of them and I add on more and more every month. I put those scriptures in and I read those scriptures and claim and believe. I'm going to stay on the promises of God and I can see more victory. If you want that document, I can email to you the promises of God. Different subject. I divide into books and divide into subjects like about family about uh, work about the blessing about ministry I divide them up and one document is all the scripture about the promise of God by the book book of Genesis book of Exodus I gather all these promises of God so that I can stand on the promise of God Amen How many people say you're going to practice what you learn? How many people say you're going to find the scripture? How many people say you're going to put in your heart? Put that in your heart. And you can mix with faith. You say you're going to declare it. You're going to speak it. Don't let the world pull you out. Don't talk to negative people. Don't talk to doubtful people. Don't let the world talk you out of the promise of God. If they start to talk, walk away. Bye-bye. I'm sorry I'm busy. I don't want to hear this negative comment on word of doubt. I believe. Our children in this church gonna love God. I believe backslider in this church gonna come back to God. I believe our children will return to God. I believe that our young people and youth gonna love God and on fire for God. I believe that the parents will do well. Amen. The blessing of Abraham will be upon you. Amen. Hallelujah. Keep speaking, believing, no matter how long it takes. Amen. Don't give up after two hours. don't give up keep speaking it may take 10 years 5 years it doesn't matter keep believing amen stubborn faith stubborn faith don't stop having faith and declaring the promises of God Father we thank you so much Lord for teaching us the important principle of how to receive healing breakthroughs victory miracles deliverance Lord We want to practice what we learned in this teaching, Lord, that is to find the scripture, even one verse of the scripture, and we can practice speaking, declaring, and standing in faith on it, Lord. Lord, you piled us with the scripture. You speak to us, Lord. You power into our life the word of God so that we can have more faith, so that we can walk by faith and we can see the victory, Father. We thank you so much, Lord. Help my brothers and sisters to practice what they learn, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyone in this room face a sickness? Should we practice what we learn? Let me read one more time. James chapter 5, 14-15 Is any one of you sick? He should call the elders of the church to pray over him and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise him up. If he has sinned, he will be forgiven. Should we pray the prayer of faith together? the sickness will be gone and you stand on it offer the prayer of faith Amen Hallelujah if you are sick could you stand up and we're going to pray believe God even though that sickness is incurable or look very difficult for the doctor Hallelujah Thank you Jesus we're going to offer the prayer of faith together Thank you Lord Jesus Do you have faith? Do you believe in James chapter 5 verse 15? Yes. Offer the prayer of faith? Yes. You can stand on it? Yes. Father, you promise us in the Bible. In James chapter 5, verse 15, the prayer of faith will heal the sick. We believe you are the healer. Two thousand years ago, the Lord Jesus Christ took our sickness on his body. By your wound, Lord Jesus, we are healed. We believe and declare that the stripes of Jesus Christ bring healing to my brand and sisters. No matter what kind of sickness they have, Lord, it doesn't matter. Nothing impossible with you. All things are possible to those who believe. Help us, Lord, to walk by faith, to stand in faith in your promise, Lord. Lord, I ask you, as you put your hand upon Elijah, that he was able to run ahead of the chariots and horses, Lord. I believe you put your hand on them. Heal them. Deliver them. Bring supernatural breakthrough to their life, Lord. Visit them, Lord. It doesn't matter how long it will take, Lord. It may happen right now, immediately. Or may happen tonight or tomorrow. Lord, we're going to stand firm that the sickness in their life is taken away. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We believe and declare they are healed. Amen. Amen. I would like to pray by faith together for all the children in this house who backslide and walk away from God. That God would show up Touch their heart. Speak to them. Come into their dream. Call them. Bring them back into salvation. They will come back to God. We're going to stand in faith together for our loved ones, our children. Maybe our spouse walk away from God. Our brother and sister walk away from God. We pray that they will come back to God. Let's believe. Let's stand in faith together. Father in heaven, we believe, Lord, that you will visit us our backsliding loved ones, including children, Lord. Lord, our grandchildren. Touch them. Visit them, Lord. Put your hand upon them. Bring them back to the kingdom of God, Lord. Lord, we're going to stand in faith. They will come back one day, Lord. Soon and very soon, Lord. You say in the Bible that you shall give the blessing of Abraham to the thousand generation of those who loved you. And those who obey your commands, Lord. We are the one who loved you, Lord. We loved you. That's why we are here today, Lord. And we believe, Lord, our children shall come to know you and return to you, Lord. Even though it look impossible, Lord. But we don't walk by sight. We walk by faith, Lord. We call them back, Lord, into the kingdom. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.